Okay. Welcome to welcome to tonight's share. Tonight's share is the is part two in the series of of shiurim that relate to Rosh Hashanah. Uh, next week, uh, Mr. Hashem, we will we will do a full analysis of of the davening of Rosh Hashanah. Um, I've I've alluded to to certain things. Uh, uh, so tonight, I wanted to talk about some aspects of Tekiah Shofar. Now, I don't need to tell you that. Um, in one shear, you cannot cover all the aspects of anything. Uh, but I, I do want to give a feeling and a heritage. There's no question about it that the, one of the most popular Jewish rituals uh, that takes place throughout the year. So it's obviously, obviously matzah and, 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 and shofar, probably one and two of, of the most famous Jewish rituals uh, that take place during the year. So many, so many people for years and years and years, uh, people maybe never came to shul an entire year, uh, came Rosh Hashanah to hear the shofar. Uh, children are brought to hear the shofar, even even uh, from kids who are, who are little and can't sit in shul are uh, brought in to hear, hear the shofar. So I wanted to talk a little bit about A, the halachas of the shofar, and I wanted to talk about the essence of the shofar. So I, I think those are, are, are the two parts. So I just wanted to read you a piece from the, from the Sefer Achino, and then we'll go to, to Rama. And we'll try to come to some understanding of some of the basic kalochs, okay? So in Simon, in Mitzvah Tafhei, Tafhei is, is 405. Shenit we are commanded Lishmoa Kol Shofar. Now, we're going to discuss that word, Lishmoa, is a very, very important word. We are commanded to hear the shofar. So hear doesn't mean to blow. Now, obviously, can't hear it if nobody blows it. True. However, if the mitzvah is to hear, that means there's no obligation on your end to blow the shofar. You just simply need to be in a place where shofar is blown. We're going to get to that. And we'll talk about the bracha uh, um, and etc. It has many different um, uh, ramifications. So it says, "Shenit stavino lishmoa kol shofar beyond rishon shal tishrei shehu rosh hashanah kedusnam b'maseches rosh hashanah ve'echa b'tishrei rosh hashanah l'shani shenema yom trua yelachem." Okay, it says in the Torah, "Yom trua." So we have to talk about trua also. So the Sefer Achinach points out very interesting idea. Never says in the Torah on Rosh Hashanah that we should blow shofar. Where does it say that we should blow shofar? On Yovel of Yom Kippur. But on Parshas Bahar, it says, Taviru Shofar Bechol Artsachan. That's where the term Shofar appears. So we, we, so we, we don't, it doesn't, Rosh Hashanah, it simply says, Yom Teruah It is a day of Trua. We don't know, we're not sure what Trua is. We'll get to that maybe later if we have time. Um, but um, it, it's a day of Trua. So how do you know that Yom Teruah doesn't mean with a clarinet? Maybe it means with a trumpet. Maybe it means with a saxophone. How do you know? 
So we have a tradition. So the Gemara Darshans, the Gemara in the fourth parak of Rosh Hashanah, that all the tekios of Rosh Hashanah are, are equal. So meaning the Gemara da- compares the blowing of shofar that used to take place by Yovel, which took place on Yom Kippur, to the, to the shofar that was blown every year on Rosh Hashanah. And the, and the Gemara learns out that all the blowings of the shofar in the Chodesh Tishrei from Zerushovitz and Droshes of Psukim have to be equal. So, so, and we know by Yovel it was a shofar. So also on Rosh Hashanah, it has to be a, a shofar. Okay, so that's, that's the basic entry level that there's a mitzvah to blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Now, the truth is, and, and uh, we'll get to the Rambam soon. The truth is, if there's a mitzvah to blow shofar, that's it. Like, are we, it's, it's, it's probably a deeper question. Are we obligated to evaluate the philosophic ramifications of that? If the Rabboni Sha'olam tells us blow shofar, so why do we need to think further than that? And the truth is, if a person observes the mitzvahs simply because he believes that Hashem is Moshe, that this is what Hashem commanded Moshe, that's great. Halavai, we sh- uh, halavai, so many people should be on that level that they're simply observing the mitzvah because they believe the Rabboni Sholom gave it to us through Moshe. That's true. However, it certainly helps in our observance of a mitzvah. Now, now the Gemara Paskins la halacha ain't dorshin time at the crow, meaning that we don't necessarily look for reasons why we observe a mitzvah. We observe a mitzvah because that's that's the way it is, because Gosh Baruch commanded us to do the mitzvah. However, it certainly helps in the big picture if, if, if a person connects to the mitzvah through a deeper understanding of the mitzvah. That certainly helps a person. Um, observe it in, in a greater way. So writes the Sefer Achin. This is what he says. Lefisha Hadam Baal Chomer. Person is a Baal Chomer. Chomer, he's uh, made up of, you know, Chomer is, uh, Chomer means like materials. A person is, person is complex. Lo Yisareh Lidvarim Ki Al Yad That sometimes we need a wake up call to wake us up. Right, it says that when there was a war, they were, you know, there would be a lot of outcry and a lot of uh, tfilos so that a person would be awakened to the serious nature of the war. The gam came the Yom Rosh Hashanah, and certainly on the day of Rosh Hashanah, Shehuayom Hanoad Mikedem. Ladunbo Koba Eolam. Because because it is the day that was determined for a long time ago that everybody should be judged. As the Mishnah tells us, that everybody passes in front of a Kaddish Baruch like the sheep. That he he watches over the actions of every individual. 
If a person's actions is is greater, is good at his good deeds are better than his than his bad deeds, great. And if a person's deeds are so bad that that he's that he that he's you know that he, he that bad things happen to him and he's judged for death. Or other types of decrees um, based on uh, on what he's liable. Therefore, a person must awaken himself to ask for forgiveness for the sins that he has done throughout the year. Right, it's a play on the Yid Gimel Midos. Akadosh Baruch Hu is, is is compassionate and merciful and patient, and and he and he look, you know, he he bypasses our sins. And he says the power of the shofar is to awaken the hearts. The culture can call a trua, and particularly the sound of the trua, which is a broken sound. Kolomar hakol anishbar om levada misoro shibo yeshol the adam zeker bedover she yishbor yetsa libar rav etava soolam uvechata im kishamo kolos nishbar. He says. He says the broken sound reminds us how we have to how how sometimes. Uh, that we have to break the the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, uh, who who pushes us to be to have lust and desire of things that are that aren't good. Um, and that's the explanation of the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. That on Rosh Hashanah we blow. The shofar the, uh, of a male, kolomar bekeramak pasimakafuk. We blow the bent over, the bent shofar. Why? Because when you see the shape of the bent shofar, we're supposed to bend ourselves to the will of Hashem and and, and do so. He says and. He says, Rabbi Levi, Paskin that way. And the minog of the Jewish people almost throughout, I know the Russian Svartim, we do use the straight shofar, but, but overall, the minog of, of Am Yisrael is to use the bent shofar. And that bent is to remind us of what we're supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be uh, thinking about. Uh, just one more, one more idea on this piece till we get into some halacha. Uh, the Rambam writes in Hilchus Tshuva, in uh, Perik Gimel, halacha Dalit. This is what he says. He says that even though blowing shofar on Rosh Hashanah is a gezer meaning it is a it is a, a decree. And we do it because the Rabboni Sha'ola commanded us to blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah. That's the reason. And, and, and what the Rambam is saying is that, is that it's okay to do mitzvahs for that reason. And that's okay. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to have faith that what we're doing. And I, I always I always talk about when we said Nasev and Nishma, we'll do and we'll listen. So what kind of statement is that? We'll do and we'll listen. How can you do without listening? So 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 I, at least I, I think Nasev means 
we're going to do. You know why? Because we, we believe that everything you're going to tell us to do is the right thing to do. And, and, and we trust in you that, that whatever you're going to tell us is, is, is good and just. Now, now that we said that, Nishma, now we're going to listen and then we're going to figure out how, how to go forward. So the entry level is Gezerah Sakasa. We will, you, if I, uh, my, my kids used to say, Ki Katuv Batorah, because it says it in the Torah. That's why we blow show. However, says the Ram. Yesh, uh, um, however, Rem is Yeshbo. There is a hint. Wake those that are sleeping should should wake up from their sleep, and this, those that slumber should be uh, uh, arisen from their slumber. The search our deeds. The the and remember your creator again along the lines of the Sefer Achino. That somehow the, the shofar, the Rambam says, causes the person to stop in his traps, to hit slam on the brake and say, what's going on? What's, what's the story in my life? Like, am I worthy of approaching the Rabboni Sha'olam on Rosh Hashanah? And, and that's the power of the shofar. So when we blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah, what we're supposed to do is, that's what we're supposed to be thinking about. If, if, you ha- if, if Slichos, if Chodesh Elul hasn't awakened you, and all the shofar blowing in Chodesh Elul, this is the main reason why we blow shofar on Chodesh Elul, if that shofar hasn't awakened you, and saying Slichos, as we'll say next week, hasn't awakened you, at least the shofar on Rosh Hashanah should awaken you. Um, the Minog is, I think it's Tehillim 47, Mem Zion. I always forget if it's 47 or 48. I think it's 47. We say, we say Tehillim 47 seven times before we blow shofar. What, 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 are, what, are we, what is that Tehillim about? We say, Allah Elohim Bisruah Hashem Bekol Shofar. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Allah Elohim. Hashem, who is sitting in judgment, should be elevated above us. Hashem Bekol Shofar. That the Shofar elevates HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Medrash Rabbah in, in, in Parsha Zemwa. What's the power of the Shofar? So what happens on Rosh Hashanah? So, so Rosh Hashanah, Hashem is in the Supreme Court. Hashem, uh, Hashem is sitting uh, on the bench in, in his robes, uh, uh, and, and, and he's examining, he's reading the, the cases, the, the evidence. He's examining the evidence. This, uh, uh, to, to quote the image of the Gemara, Sifrei Achayim, Sifrei Amesim, Pesuchim the the book of, of life and the book of death is open in front of him. The Gemara tells us that's why we don't say hala on Rosh Hashanah. Right, right? It's the only yontav we don't say hala on Yom Kippur. Why? Because the Gemara says, how can we say hala when, when, the, when life and death is being decided? It's not, it's not the right time to say hala. So this is a different story. But so, so, what, so the Medrash says that the power of the shofar is that a Kaddish Baruch Hu gets out of his throne of, ju- of justice and he moves over to the seat of compassion. So it, he, he leaves the seat of justice and he moves over 
to the Kisei Racham. So our our recite. So to me, to me, uh, 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 to me, the, the the saying that seven times is one of the most haunting things. Over to me, and everyone has different things. The Sanatoke. I'm not diminishing any of that. But 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 I'm, I'm always very moved by that Perakin Tehillim, particularly in the moments that we say it. That, that right before Takiya Shofar, because because the the, the David Melech, oh, well, uh, I shouldn't say it's really not written by David Melech. Mama Sale of Korach is more right. The 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 children of Korach are, are telling us that that we somehow need to push a Kaddish Baruch Hu out of his chair and get him in the other chair, so then he can look at us through the eyes of Racham, and and that's what happens on on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so let's uh, let's discuss some of the. This is the Rambam. So we said, we discussed that it's a mitzvah to blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah. It says, Yom Chuah Now, the Rambam, the Rif writes that the Rambam doesn't tell us what the brocha is. Normally, he's very erudite in these areas. He says, Kosova Rif, Nimsa, Masha Kosa, Umevarchin in Alayam, Birkasa Tekia. He says that we say the Brocha of Tekia, Lo Kosa Rabbeinu Zal Nusach, Brocha Zu. He did not tell us what exactly is what exactly is the Brocha on Tekia Shul. Aval Kabola, my Rabbeinu Harizal, Aviam Shal Yisrael. Shehi lishmoa, not not the Arizal, Ha'iyizal. I'm not sure what that is. Aviim shall Yisrael. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Rav Yamtov Ashbili. It says that that um, he said the bracha is lishmoa kol shofar. The bracha is to listen to the voice of the shofar. So so writes the riff. Yesh b'zeh shteishelos. Lama ein hanusach. Al Takiya Shofar, Gimo Mikra Megillah, Shemivarchinin Ala Kriya Vialashmi. Why is it that on Purim we say Al Mikra Megillah, we read the Megillah and not we listen to the Megillah, and by Shofar it's different? But Lama Hibulamid, Beno, Beno Val. Kevan Shitkiya Shofar, Efshal Yidea Kheran, Kame Mikra, Shigam Bal, Mitamza. So what, why, why is it Lishmoa to listen? Not al lishmoa, as we say, as we say on by Purim's al mikra megillah. We don't say lishmoa mikra megillah or likro esam megillah. We say al mikra megillah. So why why is it a different nusa? So he writes the following: Vatshuva v'shelo elu achas tahacha shmias hashofar he ika mitzvah. He says you want to know what the main part of the mitzvah is is to listen to the shofar. The kavana satora kideshiyar adam lachsa b'tshuva, as we discussed, and the purpose of the Torah is to get us to awaken ourselves to do tshuva. The gamshi yikavein the ratzos lemidas hadin beyomazeh, and to get us to think about that a kodesh baruch is sitting in judgment. The ilu taka v'lo shama lo yatsu. But if you blow and you don't hear, I guess there's a deaf person. Lefigach tuk tiknu anusuk b'shmiya. So why is it lishmoa to listen, he says? Because the only way to listen is you hear it. 
So it, the, the bracha is telling you, please listen to the sound of the shofar because nobody else could hear it for you. Only you could hear it, right? But, but somebody else could read the Megillah for you. Al Mikra Megillah, not, not Lishmoa Mikra Megillah because somebody could read it for you. But, but and, and not for now, it's a Purim cheer about the, what, what exactly is the mitzvah of reading the Megillah and it might be a difference for men and for women and that's why women can't read a Megillah for men and that's the whole story. Now, what comes out of this discussion is the following. So if it's true, if it's true that, that um, if it's true, right, that you have to hear the shofar, does it matter who blows the shofar? Right? Good question, right? What's the, de- like, so, so can a child blow shofar? So, so, so we, we know the answer, but the question is, why not? Why not? You know, if the, if the essence of the mitzvah is to hear it, so what's the difference who, who, how that sound gets to you, as long as it gets to you? Question, okay? Right, so what's the practical difference of this discussion? So the Rambam in, in, in his Chubas writes, Evil the im haisa mitzvah Right, as we said before, if the mitzvah was to blow, so I would have a problem because it means everyone would have to learn how to blow shofar. Where I mean, think about this: if the mitzvah was to, like, like, you know what, you know what shul looks like during Hallel on on Sukkot, right? Everyone's holding a lulav and an esr. Why? Because it's not enough for just the chazan to hold the lulav and esr. Everyone has to hold the lulav and an esr. You know, Baruch Hashem, Shechianu, Vikimanu, that we, we reached a, a generation where it's not one lulav and esr for the whole town, which, which, which once was a reality. We Baruch Hashem, everybody in Shul has a lulav and an esr. Why? Because it's a mitzvah for every person to have a lulav and an esr. Shofar, if the mitzvah would be litkoa of a shofar. It means that 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 we 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 would say, let's say we said the lam natseya, and then the rabbi or whoever should give a clap on the bima to kia, and what should happen? Everybody in the shul should be blowing shofar. So, so that obviously doesn't happen. So according to the Rambam, it, a person who, who doesn't hear, like a deaf person, would be able to blow shofar. You don't pass in that way. Now, so anyway, just interesting, interesting questions. I wanted to read something to you. Here. So there's a, there's a famous safer There's a famous safer called the Avudaram. The Avudaram is a famous safer on tefillah. Um, he's one of the earliest um, svarim written on davening itself. So, so, so he has an interesting uh, uh, a twist on this. This is what he says. He says, Hatam, uh, he says the reason, She'ein mevarachem l'shmoa mikra megillah kemo l'shmoa kol shofar, o mevarachem atakiya shofar, 
He says the reason why we don't say a bracha on the Megillah or Shofar, um, as on the Megillah, Right. If the person blowing the shofar doesn't hear the sound, then he's not Yotzek. He says the other issue is we can't say lishmoa kols. So I don't know what what he says. We can't say litkoa because litkoa implies tekia, and we have shvarim and trua that wouldn't be included uh, uh, in that. So therefore, he says the bracha is lishmoa kol shofar. Um, the other thing I the other thing I saw, and I think I saw this in the name of Chaim Briska, that. Although the mitzvah is to blow shofar, uh, to, to hear the shofar, it had in order for me to fulfill that mitzvah, it has to come through a channel of someone who's also obligated in the mitzvah. That that the mitzvah, although although the main uh, uh, it's a famous uh, classic briska thing. There really uh, there's there's really the after kiyama mitzvah is the words of Rechaim Briska. The after kiyama mitzvah he ashmiya mikom wakom meisa mitzvah he atkiya lechiviga bein kavon shomeya umashmiya neisha atki gam chelak min a mitzvah kemo kemo hashmiya. Rechaim Briska writes that although the mitzvah is really to listen, but but the blowing of the shofar is part of the mitzvah. Not enough of a part of the mitzvah that each person has to do it, but it has to come through someone who's obligated to heat to blow shofar. So, because why? Because because in classic brisker terms, the what's the mitzvah is to hear it, but what's the act of the mitzvah? The act of the mitzvah is to blow it because you can't hear it if you don't blow it. So, because the act of the mitzvah is to blow it, it has to come from someone. Who he himself is obligated to hear the shofar, and 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 that all comes out a result of the bracha of lishmoa kol Okay, that's just an insight into the bracha. So so again, so again, we have to have kavana on the bracha to listen to the shofar, but but the shofar has to be done through a person who is obligated because the act of the mitzvah is the blowing, and the result of the mitzvah is to hear it. Now. Uh, just one last thing for tonight, because uh, I, see, I, see, I see time is running away on me. Um, what is the obligation of women in terms of shofar? So we know every shul, especially shuls with young people, have a second and a third blowing. Uh, while well, we make the baltake is crazy uh, that day, to blow an all day. <laughs> it becomes a, a whole day affair blowing shofar, right? Uh, they, they, they all take paid vacation after Rosh Hashanah. Um, the uh, what's the story with women now? Here, so, here's the story. So, we know we have a rule that a mitzvah say shazman grama, a mitzvah say that is time dependent, meaning that I must do it now, right now. If I don't do it now, uh, right, I can't sit in the sukkah on Purim, 
because if I sit in the sukkah on Purim, it's a pointless, it's a pointless activity. It might be nice outside, depending on where you look at it. It might be a nice thing to sit there. But but in terms of a mitzvah, there's no mitzvah. Because the mitzvah of sukkah is from the 15th of Tishrei until the 22nd of Tishrei, or whatever, 21st, 22nd. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's how it has to, that's how it has to be. So the rule is any mitzvah that has a set time, like blowing shofar on Rosh Hashanah, women are not obligated. Uh, there are three exceptions. There are five exceptions, really. Um, two are on a Doraiso level. Shabbos, obviously, women have to keep Shabbos. Women not only have to keep Shabbos, but they have to keep the positives of Shabbos. They have to eat three meals and they have to do all those things. Uh, the other exception is, is matzah. Women have to eat matzah. And the Gemara says, why, why is that an exception? Because, because uh, uh, not because they were included in the miracle. That rule is only on a Durabonan level. It's only on a rabbinic law. The reason why they have to eat matzah, because the Gemara learns out that, that, that in the very same pasuk that it tells you not to eat chametz, it says, it says, don't eat chametz and then eat matzah. So the pasuk compares the, 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 the prohibition of eating chametz on Pesach to the mitzvah of eating matzah on Pesach. So the Gemara says, therefore, Anyone who's not allowed to eat chametz must eat matzah at the Seder particularly, and that would include women. So that's why it's an exception to the rule of mitzvah seishas mangram. Is shofar an exception? Technically, no. Shofar is a classic example of a mitzvah that women are not obligated to do. Now, so what, what's the deal? So the Shulchan Aruch says, Isha Petura. Technically, a woman is potter. If somebody last year didn't hear shofar, a woman did not hear shofar last year because they were concerned about COVID and whatever. I'm resting easy about that. Uh, uh, again, I would never discourage anyone from ever doing any mitzvah. But I'm saying it doesn't, it do, it do, it doesn't disturb me because technically a woman is not obligated. Now, so why do we do it? So Matsino Bachronim, so the Chai Adam brings he quotes the Chai Adam and others. Shekiblu Alehem Hanoshim Choba Lishmoa Tikia Shofar, Bitsarak Lahachmir Lishmoa Tikis. Chai Adam writes that women over the ages have accepted it upon themselves as an obligation, and therefore, um, Therefore, women are obligated. And we do go out of our way. We go to people's houses. We go to the hospitals, the nursing homes, all, all of the places that, that people who can't come to show, even women who can't come to show, and we blow show. Because it's become one of those mitzvahs that technically they're not obligated, but Lemaisa, uh, women do. Okay, how much do you have to hear? I have, I'll conclude with this. Um, how, much, how much of the show for it do you have to hear? Okay, so just in very briefly, because I know it's, I know it's already uh, almost 9.40. Um, there is a machlokas in the Gemara, what's a trua? It says, yom trua yalacha. A trua is three possibilities. It's what we call trua, right? The, nine short, the minimum of nine short sounds. Or it's shvarim. It might be the three short sounds. Or it's the combination of the two. So we don't know which it is. So 
and and the Gemara learns out that every time you blow a tekiah, you have to. I'm sorry. Every time you blow a trua, you have to blow a tekiah before and a tekiah after. That's the expression in the Gemara. Okay. So technically, if we knew which one was the real trua, with the real truas, please stand up. Technically, you only have to hear nine sounds. Tkia, trua, tkia, tkia, trua, tkia, tkia, trua, tkia. Goodbye. Go home. But we don't really know which one it is. Or maybe it's all, it's all maybe it's all three of them. <laughs> so what do we do? We blow before Musa, we blow Tekia, Shivarim Terua, Tekia three times, Tekia, Shivarim Tekia three times, Tekia, Trua three times. What does that equal? 30 sounds. So at a minimum, you have to hear 30 sounds. Now, there is a halacha, it was a Mishnah I mentioned tonight uh, between Minchamarev, that Rosh Hashanah davening was masaking, was, was instituted around shofar blowing. So in the midst of Musab, we're also supposed to blow shofar. So, so Lamaisa, we hear a hundred sounds every day. Uh, every day. We hear a hundred, we blow a hundred sounds during davening on Rosh Hashanah. But let's say you don't come to daven. So you have to hear 30 sounds. So a baltokeo goes to someone's house, or or you have a, a minion for women afterwards uh, who are, you know, last year we had to do a, a tequila shofar for women because a lot of women because we, we didn't really have the space because of COVID and the social distancing and all of that. So we had a special, uh, it was actually pretty crowded. We had a lot of people come to hear shofar blowing on Rosh Hashanah. 30 sounds is the number that they have to hear. Now I tell women, now, as far as the bracha, so if you miss the bracha, you could say the bracha, what you could do, let's say let's say you walk in in the middle of Muslim and and you hear a melech mekadesh Yisrael you could say the bracha right there if you didn't hear the bracha before and listen to the 10 sounds that we're going to blow in the middle. However, what you still need to hear is that set of 30. Lucky, lucky for you, we're Ashkenazhul. If you come here, Ashkenazhuls, we don't blow during the silence, Shmonas, right? So after Chazara Sashas, we're still, we're still down 40 sounds. So what do we do? In the middle of Kaddish Tiskabel, because it's connected to davening, we blow the full set of 30 once again. Any person who comes in late, man, woman, whoever, who comes in late, but hears those 30 sounds at the end of davening, let's say you walk in at the end of davening, and you hear, you hear the chazan starting to say Kaddish, and then you hear the 30 sounds. You're Yotze. I, would re- I, I just actually saw this today, that it would be okay for you to say the bracha to yourself, Right before you hear the sounds, and then you'll hear the sounds of the uh, of of the shofar. So everyone should keep in mind. So if somebody comes late, or 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 a woman can't come, or whoever can't come, but they come at the end of davening and they hear those that whole set that we do during kaddish. You yotze. You don't have to hear shofar uh, um, anymore. You go to someone's house to blow shofar. The thirty sounds, uh, or any situation that we're not in the context of davening. Uh, there's a whole discussion, which uh, is very technical, I don't really get into tonight, why we blow 100 sounds, but Lamaisa, um, that's that's what we do. Okay, in the end of the day, the mitzvah is to hear it, it's to be done through someone who also has to hear the shofar, um, and, and the goal is to awaken us, to hit, hit our insights, hit our neshama, to, to create an awakening that we want to desperately serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu should be able, should, should hear the shofar and, and, and forgive us. 
Uh, one last thought. The shofar comes from an ayah, from a ram. Why a ram? So the Gemara tells us, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, V'rosh HaShtikul L'fanai V'rosh HaShana, V'ayil V'shofar Shal Ayil. Lo before me, a shofar of a ram. Why? So that 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 we should remind of Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Akedas Yitzchak, the binding of Yitzchak, the moment in history where Abraham was willing to take the ultimate leap of faith to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Why? So 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 the Gemara says that a Kaddish Baruch Hu says that if you blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah and remind me of Akedas Yitzchak. I'm going to look down upon you as if you're ready to lay down on the Mizbeah and make the same ultimate sacrifice that both Avraham and Yitzchak made. So, so essentially what the shofar does is it raises us to the highest level possible. And, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it, the highest level is, of course, Mesiris Nefesh, giving of ourselves, Kiddush Hashem, connecting to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And if we're able to do that, so we, we really, really uh, accomplished a lot. So I, 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 want, I, want, I hope that 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 Mr. Shem, as we come to Rosh Hashanah, that that these are some of the thoughts that we should we should be thinking about as we come to Rosh Hashanah, uh, as we as we blow the shofar. And in Mr. Shem, we should be zocha not just to the shofar of Rosh Hashanah, but we should be zocha to Vahaya Bayom Hau. You talk of a shofar gadol on that great day. The great shofar will be blown. Uvoa Ovdim Me'eretz Ashur Vahani Dachem Me'eretz Mitzrayim Ishtachavu Hashem. Bahara Kodesh Birushalayim. We should be able to bow down in the base of Migdash and we should see uh, Yom Kippur in the base of Migdash and we should see the simplest base of Shoeva in the, in the base of Migdash. Have a great night. Thank you very much for coming on. Mr. Shem, next Tuesday night we'll explore the davening directly uh, um, and we'll, we'll point out some things, give you some more ideas to think about as we come to Rosh Hashanah. Again, thank you all for.